Are you on the path? Then you found the right show. Are you the spiral or the zero? In and out of time, you can call me hero. In the distant future, I can see the hero. My gift is foresight, love sharing insight, stimulating thoughts about life. Using metaphors, are we living in the night? Exposing the dark, I bring awareness to the light, igniting the spark. Or you can call me Jay. Great, I'm Vinket. Okay, yeah. Uh, which song uh, uh, do you want to uh, record? Say that again. One, one second. Yeah, there's a little noise. Okay. Can you hear me now? Is it better? Yep, yep. Uh, uh, could I once again uh, get your name? What can I call you? Uh, my name is Jeff. Uh, yeah. Ignite the Spark is the name of my podcast. Okay. I'm Vinket. Huh? You can call me Vinket. Call you Vinket? Okay. Yeah, Vinket. Okay. From India. From okay, India. I, I, might, I might butcher your name a little bit, but if I do, it's not intentional. I do apologize if I mess your name up. Uh, Vinket. Vinket. I'm trying to say it right. I, can I call you Ramana? I beg your pardon. May I call you Romana? I can see your last name is Romana. No, I'm not Mano. I'm uh, Vinket Ramna Vajula. Vinket. Okay, I'm just okay. Vinket. Hopefully, I'm saying that right. So, Vinket. I see the name of this podcast is Motivation. So, what are we talking about today? Yeah, uh, today we are going to talk about uh, how uh, the mind has to be kept. Uh, in a controlled manner so that uh, those uh, negative thoughts do not affect us. Okay, okay. So how, what direction do you want to go with this? Because I, I, I totally agree with you as far as keeping the mind, pruning the garden of the mind so that you can keep the weeds out of your thoughts and uh, having clear thought. Meditation helps with that, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, my main thing is when we are in the midst of the people, normally people give their opinions. And many times it so happens that we are bubbling with enthusiasm to do some work or a project and suddenly that little comment or an opinion may completely diffuse our spirits. And it is important for us to know how to take control of a mind at that moment. What do you have to say about that? Okay, so you're saying that when you're in the midst of people and you have a communication with people, Someone might say something negative that can kind of throw you off or throw your day off. Is that correct? Correct. And how do you deal with that? Uh, basically. Are you asking uh, me that question? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, well, on a personal level, if I'm having a day and someone says something negative to me, um, for me personally, because I realized. Life is, a, to me, I'm, I'm saying this speaking from my own perspective, not for everyone else. But for me, life is about perspective. So whenever I'm going through something negative, then I think about the law of um, the, the hermetic principles. The hermetic principles have a law basically saying that um, there's a, the law of rhythm. I don't know if you're aware of the law of rhythm, but basically the law, the law of rhythm states that the pendulum will swing left and right or too good and bad. And whenever you're having bad days, always remember that the swing has to go the opposite way. So you want to also have a good day. Uh, as far as dealing with negative thoughts, um, think of the negative thoughts like the monkey mind. There is something called a monkey mind. And um, if you look that up, then it helps you give, give you better insight on what the monkey mind is. But the monkey mind is basically uh, the chatter in your head that keeps this, it's, it's basically what it is, is negativity is just basically reinforced negative self-talk that has been done to you. If someone, if you're growing up and someone always calls you, um, let's say just for, 
for lack of word, just say they call you stupid or dumb, and it's coming from someone that you hold value to, like a parent or a big brother, then if they call you these words constantly, then you might believe that you are dumb. And as Correct. you grow up, these these reinforced words only that was placed on you by people you hold um, at a high standard, like a parent or a brother or a sister, then that that right there can be a bad root or a bad weed in your mental garden. And so whenever things happen to you, you start doing that negative self-talk or you start re- you start hearing these negative things in your head, which are really just I would call parasites. They're not really your thoughts. They're just parasites that um, because your Correct. body is your body, your mind is your mind is acidic. If your mind is acidic or if your mind is acidic, then it's easy for you to have a negative thought. If you start eating healthier, if you start exercising more. If you actually start meditating a little bit, then a lot of the negativity that comes from external sources, like being around people and hearing their comments and stuff like that. Once you start working on yourself, working on your mind and your body, then a lot of the negative stuff that that can harbor inside of you will dissipate. That's true. I agree with you. And uh, particularly from the point, in the sense, uh, see, uh, everyone has a right to give their opinion. Yeah. It's not necessary that uh, one has to take it. Like uh, elderly people at home, parents, okay? And normally when we want to do some uh, work like business or uh, putting some money into something, right? Okay. Or uh, for higher education, naturally, uh, there is a certain opinion that uh, why do you want to squander your money? And uh, when such a thing comes in the family, particularly, uh, there is bound to be certain friction. Yes. Right? And uh, it's not that uh, it's a negative, this thing, but uh, with their experience and uh, with their uh, love for us, uh, they're just trying to uh, make us alert at that moment. Yes or no? Yeah. And uh, I personally would put it like this. Uh, when such thing comes, it's important to have the ability to know and to differentiate what is good for you because you understand yourself better than others. Yes. Right? And uh, it's very, very essential at that moment to learn how to allow and uh, know and reason out the things in a proper manner. But do not get carried away by that. And in turn, uh, you can always uh, negate it and uh, your belief system on your is a very important part. Your mind's belief about doing certain things, which you believe is good for you, okay, is a very important factor. What do you have to say about that? Well, I would say when it comes from when it comes to what you believe, um, mm. and and then what you said about the people who who look up who care about you, and if you're trying to do something like say change your diet, going from a Indian diet, because you say you're Indian, so going from an Indian diet to an American diet might create might create an opinion from your family member. Like, like why do you change your diet from Indian diet to American diet? If you're, changing, if you're changing your belief systems from a Muslim to a Christian, your family might say, why are you, you was brought up as a Christian, why are you, I mean, why are you brought up as a Muslim, why would you go to a Christian? That, what I would call that is what I call emotional blackmail. And emotional blackmail is basically where you're making decisions in your life that has nothing to do with anyone else other than yourself that you feel is trying to either you're trying to better yourself or it's just you might want to have fun, right? You might say, let's say you are, you are, you are in a married relationship and you have a wife, you know, and y'all both have your own little money, but you have spare money to spend. And it's and it's it's your money to spend, so you don't have to ask, you know, or go, you know, go over go over the finances with your with your spouse about what you're spending because it's your it's your free extra money. But you might feel guilty about going to buy something 
you know, because you're like, well, they don't have any, they spent their extra money. And so I have a little bit extra now. I feel guilty. So emotional blackmail is basically feeling guilty for doing anything for yourself um, that will better yeah. you. And and so when a person has emotional blackmail, you have to rec- you have to be able to recognize, you know, that like you just now said, you know, your mind is every, everybody operates off of belief. Everything in this world is operating off of a belief system, whether it's, you know, Christian, Muslim, Judaism, whatever. It's a belief system. And if you and if you realize that you are programmed from the age of zero to seven, at least from zero to seven, probably most a lot of other people are even higher than that. But from the time you're born until at least seven years old, you have been programmed to speak a certain language, to to um to fit into a certain type of culture, to have a certain type of belief system, whether you believe in God, whether you believe in Yahshua, whatever whatever your system is, you all this stuff is put on you without you even knowing it. And and so time, sometimes when you get older and you start getting around other people and you start experiencing other life from other cultures, you, it, that culture might resonate with you more than the culture you come from. And you might want to change your culture, but that comes with emotional blackmail because then you might not fit into the family anymore or you might not fit around your peers anymore. You might have what you see what I'm saying. So I would say that learn how to deal with emotional blackmail and stand in your own truth. A lot of people have a problem standing in their own truth. Because we, as a, as a humans, we all want to fit in, right? Yeah. Uh, what I uh, say is, uh, it could be it could be in different ways, but the uh, only thing is, the belief about yourself is the most important part. Okay, whatever you believe on, like uh, great people. Uh, if I'm Correct, Buckminster Fuller, uh, one of the great design engineers, believed on himself and the work, right? Okay. And that's, and that's where he could design so many things. And uh, basically, even when people around him did not accept him initially and called him, uh, a mad person, Albert Einstein could uh, quickly see his wonderful parts and say, Bucky, you amaze me. So people of the same type, in the sense of the same wavelength, mm-hmm. can really recognize and understand Yes. And uh, Buckminster Fuller, who became a great design engineer, could show to the world that technology has to be used, okay, in a proper manner. And most of the problems that we have today can be removed. And he was very, very restless when people were not able to use the technology. Hmm. And uh, Around 70 years back, he brought out the electrical car, which I'm sure in US today, it's a very important innovation. But at that moment, uh, I remember the car met with an accident. And even though the opposite person's mistake was that he was blamed and the electrical car was um, uh, put in uh, for a long time, uh, was uh, abode his idea was abode yeah right so it's important that any innovation or something can really help like take for example we two are together on this particular anchor it's all because of the technology yes or no right yeah uh, you are somewhere in US and I'm in India and see how we get connected with something which is common, okay? And uh, I have named my, this thing is Igniting Minds to Act. Uh, what is that you have named your podcast? Name of my podcast is Ignite the Spark. As you see it on the screen right now, it's spelled, the, it's an X in the, whether it's an X in the middle, or you can actually go to my website. My website mm-hmm. is internalmonarch.com dot com that's i n t 
E R N A L M O N A R C H dot com. And uh, how about you? How can people reach you? Right. Uh, we are uh, we are into training. We run a communication skills training program called H I M S dot O R G dot in. Okay. That's our website. I started the topic. Um, I started with uh, two, uh, an introduction, um, two other segments, and now I'm kind of at the segment of what to do um, okay. when okay. starting over. So what I kind of talked about before to kind of catch you up is um, I talked about what inspires people to move and start over in the first place. Um, you know, things from career, lifestyle, relationships, um, renewed sense of health. Um, then after that, I jumped into a segment of where do you go, whether it's out of state, um, in state, in a new neighborhood, um, out of a you know, single situation with a roommate, or even mentally to escape people's expectations and stuff like that. So um, all of that led me to this point now, which you actually joined me for, which is what do you do um, to even start over? So for some people, um, I've always talked about do you get a new job? Um, do you talk to your current job if you have one about if you have the opportunity to telecommute or relocate? And then also, what is what do you do when you know no one and how to get past that? So um, this is almost like the perfect time to have somebody jump in on what do you do or what would you recommend somebody would do to start over? Well, that's kind of a okay. Can you can you can you give me a an avatar so I know exactly who to talk to because it's all different based off. The person, if the avatar is a person who's been at the same job, and the only reason why they haven't got another job is because of the, the lack of education and the fear of trying to find something new. Yeah. It can be different from a person who um, has the talents and stuff, they just don't have the resources. So, right. Um, with, your, your, with your first two segments, who are you, um, who are you targeting with this, this uh, podcast? Um, to be honest, I'm targeting anybody that wants to start over and trying to kind of have the dialogue of what things do I think about? You know, a lot of people have a lot of the pent up energy of just knowing they're frustrated with where they are currently and have no idea how to even think through um, what starting over looks like for them. So okay. what I kind of wanted to do was break down um, a couple different key points. And I have four major ones. Um, what inspires you to want to start over? Where do you go to start over? What do you do to start over? And lastly, uh, when do you know you're ready to start over? Okay, um, I got you. No, I, I, I can answer that question. I got yeah. you. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, uh, what do you do to start over? Um, I actually just helped a person with this um, not too long ago. They went from making 45 extra bucks a month to 1,000 extra bucks a month. Okay. And they were into house cleaning. And the problem that they were stuck on before they started making extra money was uh, first, it was three things in their case. It was information, then uh, confidence, and then support. Okay. So basically, if a person is trying to start over, you know, how do you start over? I would say is first, know exactly what it is you, you know, I mean, what you want to do, and then find the information about that. We do live in an information age. And so a lot of time we spend a lot of our time, waste a lot of our time on internet, browsing just entertainment, sports, something to make a laugh, you know. But we can also use that same amount of time to um to invest in ourselves so if you really want right. to start i would say that i would say the first one of the one of the fastest things to help you on your path is to switch your entertainment into entertainment which is basically it's the same as entertainment except you're always learning through whatever it is you're right you're listening to so that'd be the first thing i do to speed you along your past uh gather sure. the information that you you like say like me for example i made my uh, website and I never, it's my very first one, I never knew how to make it. But what I did was I gathered the information. You know, the, the information is what gives Hello? All right, yep. My bad, my phone, I got a phone call coming in. I, I didn't want to answer that phone call. But uh, the second thing to do is to, um, like I said, find the information first. And then uh, I would say get you a support group. Yes. 
is, and if you're in an environment where you're trying to start something new, but everyone around you and all your friends and peers are still doing the same exact thing, mm-hmm. it's gonna be hard for you to get out of that. That it's gonna be hard for you to get into that new. Very. Uh, yep. I agree. I agree. Yourself because you have people around you that are reminding you who you no longer want to be. Yes. And then the third part, I would say, is like I said, just you just gotta take action. You know, that's that's probably one of the the main crucial steps out of all of this. It doesn't matter how, how it doesn't matter who you put around you. If you don't take action, your life is gonna stay the same. Absolutely. All right. Well, I, I, don't, I want to make sure I let you you know you chime in and get, get some talk in too. So. Oh no, absolutely. I definitely, definitely appreciate it. Um, this was definitely a pleasant surprise to have somebody jump in and lend some perspective about what to do. Um, I think it's important to get a different perspective other than the person hosting the podcast, you know, telling and giving all the answers. So to have somebody else chime in, um, I'm excited about that. So um, I agree. Can you can you retouch on two points? Uh, one of them yeah. being um, entertainment, and then you mentioned another term. And what do you point that phrase as being? Oh, well, it's not my. I didn't coin it, but okay. it's, it's entertainment. Entertainment is basically wasting time because we're just watching it to right. to get away from or just something like that. Entertainment, edu entertainment, okay. is basically education and entertainment at the same time. If, I don't know how old you are, but if you know anything about Sesame Street or yeah, reading yeah. Rainbow, those are form of entertainment because they're entertaining the person, but they're also teaching them at the same exact time. Okay, so. I'm a professional painter. I paint houses and businesses and stuff like that. So I have the leisure to not really be uh, bothered with a lot of people. So I have the I have the ability to listen to either I could be wasting my time painting walls and listening to music, or I could I could use that same time while I'm painting walls to uh, further myself. Whether whether no matter what it is I'm trying to do, like if I'm trying to uh, learn how to market while I'm at work, I could be listening to YouTube the whole time, the whole eight ten hours a day, just about marketing. And then when I get home, instead of me wasting my time, well, I'm going to say waste my time because some people might not think it's a waste of time, but instead of me sitting in front of a television or, you know, playing a video game all day, I can go home and, and actually put action, keyword, behind the stuff I just listened to all day long. Right. And that's exactly what I did for my website. Uh, I don't want to give a plug because I don't know. Go for it. Please do. I'm all for it. Okay. Uh, well, that's what I did for my website, internalmonarch.com. And like I said, it's my very first one, and I, I never made one, you know, but... Uh, I would start on it for about three, four months. I would get, I would get frustrated or hung up on some stuff. I would freeze. I would not freeze, but I would give it up for a little bit right. and learn something different. And then I go back when I got motivated again and, and fix it. So okay. uh, that's the first term you said. What was the second term? Uh, no. So that was just the term of you know just making sure the listeners could hear clearly the other term that you mentioned in contrast to entertainment. Um, okay. The other thing when you said you know we live in an information age, I do believe that. Um, I just think the way people get information is very different. So if you could, in a principal sense, talk to somebody about how would you gather information, whether it's go to the library, whether it's talk to a human resources person at your current job or whatever, what would you say the core of even knowing um, what information to go after? What do you say in general is that? Because, I mean, we all know about Google, we know about books and all that kind of stuff, but how do you know you need to get more information? How do you know you need to get more information? Well, I would say first of all, whatever it is you're trying to do, don't 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 be general. Try to be as specific as possible. Good, right. So that's the that's that's one of the most crucial keys because let's say you wanted to let's say you're in a relationship because like, I just got out of a relationship. Like I, I just want someone I want someone better. And that's the only thing you say, I just want someone Right. How taking all the money from you, better at loving you better at uh, abusing you, you know, you have to be specific when you're asking for what you want because uh, words do hold power and they attract what you ask for. And if you're not specific, you will, it's like a genie in a bottle. The genie always give you what you wish, but it's always strings attached to you. Exactly. So be specific, first of all. Then, okay. specific, you know, just, you know, like I said, it's the internet age. I mean, we're in the internet, so it's not really hard. If you're looking for something, all you got, however you say it in your head, type it in the, in the, in the search, search box, you know? Right, right. <laughs> I, I think the real problem is, is that a lot of people are stuck in, in a job or an employee 
And so they put a lot of time in working for someone and then they get off of work and they just want to relax. And you know, you can you can do that, but you're gonna always be in the same position until you actually take the keyword action. Action. Yeah. You know? And and um I would say that if you've been doing let's say like the person the example I gave to went from forty five to a thousand, they were they are basically working in a school, cleaning up schools. And I asked them, how long have you been doing this? They said, all my life. I said, so over 10 years? They said, yes. They said, yes. I said, well, you're, you're an expert. You know, more, you know more about cleaning than most people. You know more. Have your own business. Uh, I would say whatever you're doing, if you, if you, if whatever you're doing on your free time, that's what you could probably be doing for, for money if you know how to search the internet to find out how to make a job out of that. Kind of getting uh, off track here, so I want to stop and let you uh, get back on track. No, it's okay. So I appreciate it. What I wanted to do before you even got off was just to make sure uh, I can get a chance to look at your website or just kind of get to meet beyond, you know, the, the podcast, the person that we got a chance to hear today. So, oh, I, okay. Well, I don't, I, let me, I, I can give you a bit of backdrop by myself because I didn't do that, but uh, my name is Jay Sparks, so that's why I go back. My real name is Jeff White. I'm not, okay. I'm not an internet troll or anything like that. Um, <laughs> I don't mind giving my name out. My website is internalmonarch.com. My podcast is Ignite the Spark. And basically, uh, Quentin, uh, what I really like to do, man, is just Ignite the Spark about inside people because we all come right. here with a gift. And I, I just try to find out what person is on their path and then try to give, give them insights about how much more they could be doing on that path if they feel like they're stuck and if they don't feel like they're stuck i try to figure out why they feel comfortable because you should never really be comfortable where you're at in life you know because everything right. grows and if you're comfortable then you really just coast them by right okay um so how do you spell your website is it a www is it a dot yeah, org? internal not eternal internal monarch okay. And basically, that term is basically saying to learn to take control of yourself, learn how to control your emotions, your actions, and your thoughts. You know, and, and if you can control those three things, then your life, you can start, what I say was, what I start, what I say is you can start creating life by design. Oh, right. speaking of life by design, um, how a person can help you uh, start over is also check your time. I don't know if they know anybody like a uh, name like Jim Rohn. He helps with time management. Okay. Bob Proctor, uh, he helps with shifting your paradigm. And uh, Stephen Covey, he helps with the principles of, uh, you know, he has the 17 principles of highly successful people. These okay. three people right here for your audience, will, these are all personal development people, and they will help them uh, develop themselves, which also develops their career. So that's some plugs I can give for your audience as well. If they go to YouTube, there's something called a blueprint. And there's a guy who makes it. His name is, uh, I, don't know, hey, I don't know his name, but his website on YouTube is actualized.org. If you type that in YouTube, you'll find him. He kind of have like a bald head. He's kind of a skinny guy. But uh, his information okay. is a point, and you should type in blueprint, blueprint, and that'll help a person figure out what their general life, uh, what their general life purpose is, what their specific life purpose is, what their top five strengths are, their top five feelings, how they want to feel for the day, okay. uh, things of this nature. I mean, so I'm hoping I'm giving your audience some some good stuff. But that would be that would I would say work on personal development. That would be the very first place to start if you want to. Okay know start start over all right well i'm excited about that i'm actually looking at the um sparks edutainment um is it like an orange and black kind of uh um, yes yeah, my it's my first one man so, <laughs> no 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 hey the, the the thing that i like about it i mean i kind of have a website too um it's maripinos.com so um that's m-e-r-i-p-i-n-o-s.com okay um, so I started a, a cake bakery um, and food catering business to basically fund my nonprofit organization. So I did that site myself uh, using Squarespace. So I, I know all about the rules of setting up your site and just trying to get the right content on there. So I'm not judging at all. I'm just glad you have one so we can share yeah, it with everybody. <laughs> I made one, man, because, uh, you know, my, my website is, is really just my online home. It's not really there to market to people. I'm not really trying to sell nothing to people, you know, my right. I'm good with painting. I'm making really good money with that. I'm, I might move into consulting, maybe life coaching, something like that. But that's just my online home. And someone told me, and it was true, that if you don't have your own website on the internet, then you, you're basically a homeless person on the web. And yeah. I'm like, wow, <laughs> that's pretty much right because I have, I was I also write poetry and stuff. 
Okay. And uh, they just kicked my stuff off one day. And I, I got really pissed off about that. And so I made my own website. That's what made me right. make that website. Right. Well, that's good. And you own your content. I mean, exactly. it's no, no better than that. <laughs> All right. So um, I'm going to definitely put that in the description once we name this segment, which is basically what to do. Um, you gave some great nuggets of information about how to go about doing it. And um, even had some great information about how to look at some information on your website, other content. Uh, blog entries and things that they can listen to on your site. So I'm excited about even sharing that. Making sure uh, you didn't have the echo coming through. I got you coming through the car speaker. Sounds like you're coming from an echo area. Yeah, I'm coming through uh, the car speaker. Let me see if I can uh, take that out. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Come again. Come again. One more time. Let me hear you. Mic check, mic check. Hold on a second. It's still there. It's all right. I don't mind. I can. Okay, there we go. That's better. There you go. All right. Uh, yeah. So this one is called uh, "How to Gain Desired Success." You betcha. All right. So uh, before we get a little bit started, tell me a little about yourself, homie. All right, man. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, I have a job. I go to school. You know, I'm 22 years old. I'm a very fit person and. I like sports, you know, I'm from Florida, you know, shout out to Miami, and you, that's it, bro, that's all that's going on right now, what about All you? right, so did you make this uh, topic, or did you just happen to come into this topic? No, I just came through, I saw it, and uh, I was like, ah, let's, let's talk, let's see who I got on the other side that wants to talk about it. Oh, okay, well, are you looking for some desire, uh... Well, like, what are you looking for? In I think, life right now? I think everybody, I think everyone is, you know, everyone's desired for success, but I'm not so much desired for success. You know, money is just an object. What I'm mostly looking for is a legacy. You know, I want to make it, I want to make a name. I want to pass that down to my kids, you know, some wealth and also some property, whatever I can to give, give my kids the life that they want. All right. Have you already set up uh, an actual plan for that, or is all this in your head? Well, I've been here and there. You know, I'm just taking in information right now. I read a lot of books. I also uh, I watch a lot of videos and, uh, like, a lot of YouTube videos. But, you know, my main objective is music and podcasting, which is why I'm on this, right? Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Like you, like you said, we all are looking for success, and that's definitely true. But and success is uh, different to each person. Yeah. You know, and you like you said, money is an object right. that we use to get that desired success. But uh, you said you have been watching a lot of YouTube videos and all that. And I reason I was asking you is the plan in your head, or have you been writing down the stuff? It's because as long as it if it's in your head you're not going to take any actions toward it. But as soon as you put it on paper and it's there and you keep it in front of you, you immediately start taking actions toward it if you are goal-oriented. Right. And I've also heard that a lot. I hear a lot that if you write if you write your goal and if you write your achievement or whatever it is that you want to accomplish, you write it down on a piece of paper and you take action, which I do agree. You can't just sit around and talk about it. You actually have to take action. Which is, I think this is a great stepping stone for that. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I came across a guy on YouTube. I don't know if you came across him yet, but um, his name is, well, I don't know his name, but his YouTube channel is uh, actualize.org. Mm-hmm. And um, what, he do, what he talks about is something called the blueprint, which helps you create a document. It's more like a two-page document, but it's a live document, which means every morning you're supposed to look at it for like, maybe two to five minutes, any time between there. And it basically just helps you stay focused on your general life purpose, which is something you don't want to change ever. You know, I want to try, I want to save the animals, even if the media is about to hit the planet. I'm still going to try to save them. Right? Yeah. Hope it never changes. And then you have your specific life purpose, like something you're, you're trying to do over the next couple of years. Maybe you're trying to open up a business, you know, or, you know, um, or finish college, you know, so something very specific. And then you have your your top five uh, or your top ten values or your goal, your your principles, what you stand for, basically. You have your top five strengths, what you're what you're good at. Like you might be a um, very good at organizing. You might be very good at 
you know, networking, blah, 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 you know. And so you figure out there's different websites out there to help you figure out what your strengths are. And so you use those to incorporate in your life daily so that, you know, you're always operating in your strengths. So it helps you focus on your top five feelings because sometimes we get out of our bed and we might be feeling great and we get to work and we had a bad day and then their attitude has affected us and mm-hmm. now we have been like a, a virus we have not let someone give us a cold and now we acting like they act you know instead of just realizing how we first realizing that you have control of how you feel how you feel on a daily basis and how you act and if you are aware of the top five feelings you want to feel for that day you know then you you know every day you say these five feelings then you are aware when you're not operating within your center because the blueprint is that is is basically designed to keep you centered. A lot of people can have a family and then they get lost in the family. Even though their whole dream was to one day own a business, they have where they start having kids and now they no longer chase after their dream and now they live in another person's life. And you said something about, you know, you want to leave your kids leaving a legacy, you know. And sometimes, you know, when we um, sometimes when we try to put everything into someone else they might let us down because that's not what they really want right and i totally agree with you man uh, everything that you said is probably 100 percent accurate i can't i can't i can't deny any of that although um you know people have very often come across to me and probably act or manipulated their self to uh, being this person that they've never really amounted to but yeah you know what i'm saying yeah so, you know they flex or like you know whatever you want to call it man they, they think they've, they're above everyone and you know they have that whole f you attitude but you know in all reality you're just another person probably have more money than someone else but you're no better than everyone which is why we always have to uh be certain about ourselves we can't we can't let ourselves down we can't uh, compare ourselves to each other sometimes you know uh mm-hmm. being afraid you know like you're saying put on the sometimes people put on the act because they really don't know themselves and they really didn't haven't taken the time to get to know themselves right. and that can also block a person from success mm-hmm. you that's know, very because... important that's very important <laughs> jay that is really important you sometimes need to take some downtime to find out who you are before you go exposing yourself to people yeah yeah, you know, and I mean, but I mean, it's all about personal development. Sometimes, you know, the distractions in this in this matrix that we live in, man, are, are so dazzling that we never really realize that, you know, we're the most dazzling piece of the matrix. <laughs> and, you know, we, but because sometimes we have our, our path. Yeah, uh, you, you some messed up emotional yeah, situations, they, they come across the, the glimmer and the glitter doesn't doesn't shine as much as the other stuff that the matrix tries to dangle in front of your face and so you don't realize how how beautiful your your story is some people walk a very difficult path but if you're able to overcome that path you're able to help so many different people right because you have been equipped with so many different um experiences that you can relate with people you know and you can give them information but i've come across through my life path now i've come across a lot of people who um they don't really realize that they're a programmer. They think they're a program, and they just kind of stick in that that program. Yeah, no doubt. I hear you. Are these like the same people you grew up in high school with and long-term friends, and you guys had that same dream, that same motivation to do something big, and then all of a sudden you took that turn, and they took another turn, and they think one way, you think the other way. Did something like that happen? Yeah, that sounds about right, man. But you, you know go. what? No it, doubt. It, it, success? You know, success also means you have to grow, and growth comes with change. And people don't like change. Some people don't like change, man. They don't. And 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 so it kind of you kind of can when you're chasing success, you can kind of get tied down to emotional anchors because success might mean you might have to leave around, leave behind what you've always known, or what you you might leave behind your support group or your peer group, you know what I mean? And, and might, that might hold you hold you from your success as well. Right, right. And as some, you know, like they say, the expression is there's people that come in there in, in your life and they go, and there are some people who's there to stay. But let me ask you this, and tell me if you agree with me on this. Are you a, are you a hip-hop supporter? Do you listen to hip-hop? To tell you the truth, man, I really don't listen to any music. To tell you, I listen to instrumentals, 
Okay. But I don't really listen to hip hop or music like that anymore because of just just the j- j- the direction it's trying to take people's consciousness into. I make music. That's kind of that's kind of a. I, know, I kind of I hate to say that I don't listen to music, but I make music. You know, I hate to say that, hey, hey. but but I make music. But my music is more geared toward uh, social issues, and you know, uh, I talk about metaphysical stuff. You know, what I mean, I don't really. So yeah, I, I listen to hip hop, but not really. You know, what I mean, I listen right. for the beats. Hey, all power to you and to the music you're making, because most artists nowadays they don't even listen to other people's music because they know there's a shit and they know there's right. Now, um, I was I was going into a subject. You obviously probably heard of two chains, correct? Yeah, take all this time. Need my time. Let's go. Hold on just a second, man. I apologize about that. Go you good. You good. Take time. I'm just trying to get you home. So I'm sorry. I just got through driving about two hours today. Been out on on a, on oh, a yeah? road trip. Where are you trip. going? Or where are you coming from? Uh, I just came back from uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. bad, man. But I ain't going to cut you off. I'll go ahead and uh, finish what you were saying. All right. Um. So I was watching... Uh, you, you familiar with Netflix and then they have something on there with that's called Rapture and it's about rap and the culture. And then one episode okay. is about two chains and two chains and one segment he was talking about how he believed he was born or destined to be an entertainer and how he, he was he was just very different from all his peers and that he believed that that was his thing, that his passion was music and telling his stories through music and which okay. is and which is what I was trying to get to. Do you agree that people believe in themselves before they need to hear from other people that they're born or they're destined for some to go somewhere, to lead some some path to please and uh, and to entertain other people? I believe that yeah. we all have a I believe we all have a creative spark. Mm-hmm. And if that creative spark as a parent, uh, I don't have any kids because I can't speak for anyone, but as a parent, it's not the parents, in my opinion, let me put it like that, it's not the, the, the parents' responsibility to be trying to put this creative spark into them, but actually find out what that spark is and then use their experience because they've been here longer than the child and use their foresight to see where the world is trying to go right. and find out what that kid is into because all kids are grow up and have hobbies and passions. And then the parent used their foresight to ignite that spark. Mm-hmm. And like 2 chains, he might have had supportive family who, when he first started spitting out rhymes, his mom was like, oh, you know, giving him encouragement instead of saying, you're not going to be able to make no money with that. Mm-hmm. You can't do anything with that, which what can, can kill the flame. So I believe that we all have a spark. But if you have if you're not in the right environment, that spark can be killed. Like the, I don't know the name of the experiment where they take, you know, a, a good cell and put it in a petri dish, and then they move it across the world and they affect it, and it all the way across the world. Those same cells are being affected because of entanglement. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm kind of go over your head or not. What are you but, talking about, like you, marketing or something like that? No, no, no. This is more like in, uh, this is like more like this is more like quantum physics as far as them taking a, a, uh, you know cells or basically atoms. Okay. And, or matter and put it in a petri a petri dish and taking it and then separating them, uh-huh. separating that same that same cell and then affecting one cell in one dish and it's showing or putting it in a sickness and that cell gets sick and the other one gets sick and you can put it in a, you can put them in a different environment and both of them start to get healthy I got because you. even I, though they're not in the same dish. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. So I'm saying based what I'm saying that for is because based off a person's environment, a person can can either excel or they can either blossom or they will wither and always keep that inside of them and not and then they'll grow up and just kind of be like a shell what you would call a cash potato they don't really have any hobbies don't really have any creativities they don't do you know they don't really do nothing but consume instead of put out right most definitely and those are the two different kinds of people that we have in this earth the people who consume and the people who who like you said put out Yes, they were, and and that's and that's not really by default. That's only because they have they have lacked the knowledge of what I call I kind of my kind of message I kind of put out to people is you can either be the program or you can be the programmer. I said it earlier today. Definitely. Yeah, I heard you. Yeah. When you're born, like you, you speak. We're speaking English. You're, you were, before you had like your cell phone. If you woke up tomorrow and you have five apps on your cell phone that you not put on there. You're gonna say you were hacked. Who hacked my phone? 
And now you're gonna go through those apps and you're gonna like, Did I am I gonna delete this? This is shit, this is bad. I'm not gonna keep it. You delete it, you might find something that's good. You're like, I'm gonna keep this even though I didn't download it. Mm. Same thing with your behaviors and your and your beliefs. Some of those things will put on to you like Napstar. Somebody sat down there and downloaded all this stuff on you, and you operate with those without question. Your beliefs, your diets, your your philosophy. But if you question that, you go from being the program to the programmer, and then that opens up a lot more features for you, especially being a creative person instead of being a consumer. Right. Hey, Jay Sparks, we got 20 seconds. I want to thank, thank you for talking to me today, man. And you, you have a lot of knowledge on this. And hey, man, great advice. One more question. Are you into basketball? Not really, not in sports like that, man. But I, if you want to talk more, man, I'm going to add you because I try to add everyone I talk to. I'll add you. You can add me back and we can talk forever. <laughs> Will do. All right, man. Peace out. Hey, Raymond, how you doing? Hey, good, buddy. Welcome back. Yeah, I figured out how to get in contact with you. I was actually just recording my podcast, and then I was like, I'll answer. I want. Yeah, we had a good connection, so I want to continue stalking. All right. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, I think I hit you aging comfortable in there now and everything. Yeah, I was going through and adding, uh, figuring out how to add you on my podcast or on this on this app. Cause I'm like I said, I'm new to this thing. So thank you for adding. Yeah, me. just added you too. <laughs> appreciate that. Appreciate that. So tell me a little bit more about your uh, your your podcast or your 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 platform. Yeah, yeah. What well, what it is is I'm starting. I'm just recording. Like, uh, if you go to my podcast, I usually have like abundance versus scarce, uh, scarcity mindset. I'm trying to just speak about certain things. Like today's topic was called Re- relentlessly solution focused. So it's called beyond failure to reach success. So it's to inspire people from where they're at in life to where they want to go in life and business. So it's about, you know, taking the steps, the incremental steps to from where you're at to where you want to go. And, you know, and I, and I kind of have these core foundational beliefs that, you know, they're kind of like my, my, my five to thrive that, you know what, people have no bad intentions in life. And, and another one would be like the past doesn't equal the future. And a lot of people believe that the past equals their future. Yeah. And a lot of people believe they're broken and they're not broken. You're not broken. You know, you're 100 percent who you are, you know, and and that you have the capabilities that everybody else has. And also that everything is achievable in life. Everything. You know, if you think about, you know, examples, there's people who, you know, who have done exactly what you want to do. You know, the only thing is it takes time to get there. And another thing is empowerment comes with responsibility. Like a lot of people uh, believe they're disempowered because they don't want to take responsibility. So, yeah, that's basically, you know, what it is, is like, you know, helping people realize that anything in life that they want, they can get. There's just, you know, you got to pay the piper. You know, there's things to get from where you're at to where you want to go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I recently helped a person go from, uh, what, about $45 a month to a thousand bucks a month. But I didn't get paid for anything because I do it for free. I'm trying to, that's why I'm trying, that's why I tell you to talk to you because I do this all the time. People, when people call me, it's not to just have a random conversation. They call me when they're going through either emotional turmoil, trying to figure out how to get a clear head or get over the situation, or they're trying to figure out how to advance their career or their business in some kind of way. So those are the phone mm-hmm. calls I, I tend to get on a on a consistent basis. And so the person who who went from forty five bucks a month to basically a thousand bucks a month is uh, working in a, in a cleaning business. They work for a school as a janitor, basically. But they've been doing this their whole life. And I was like, that's like I told you earlier, I asked them basically, you know, you've been doing this for so long. Why haven't you started your own cleaning business or services? And when it came back, when, it, when we talked and we got it all boiled down, it was basically just lack of self-confidence and also uh, low self-esteem from failures, pre, you know, and not having support. So uh, the three steps I kind of walked them through was um, first uh, identifying what they want, you know. First, you gotta be like, you gotta be specific because you're vague. Then you never really know what you want. So I let I you know I had to get them to get specific as far as what they want. Then I walked them through finding the knowledge, and then I gave them the support. Those three things right there are really what a lot of people lack. And if you don't have support, you don't have support, and you fail, then it's easy again. You know, right? And and a lot of people have d- done that. And a lot of people also come from backgrounds who, you know, who don't, a lot of people, it's not really too many people do. How many people, well, I don't know about you, but 
I don't really know too many celebrities, right? So because of this, your your the people you know kind of influence what you do. And if you and a lot of people, well, a lot of people that I know kind of got stuck in being inside the same fishbowl, basically growing up in one town and never expanding and leaving that town. They just kind of stay there their whole life, you know, right. and so they keep a certain kind of mindset doing that. And I find that when you travel to go to even if you don't even go to the live, go to the live, if you just go and get more experience from outside your own fish tank, then you can bring back a little bit more of that core reef from other places that, you know, spruce, spruce things up a little bit. But so I like you said, I try to help people see that they're not trapped in the, the illusion or the, or the program they were put on. Because like I tell people, another thing I tell people is you woke up tomorrow and your phone had five new apps on it. How likely would you first thing you're going to think is was my phone hacked? You know, well, my phone, you know, that's the first thing you're going to say. The second thing you're going to probably go through them to say, like, hmm, this is a this is a crappy app. You probably delete that. Be like, hmm, I didn't delete this app, but it has, you know, some very good potential. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into this. And then, you know, but that's that's the steps you would do. But if you take that same concept and you apply it to the, your life as far as why do you do so many things that you do, you will find that you also have some outdated apps on you that you know need to be either updated or removed altogether and replaced with something up to date. And that's what I help people see. Oh that's what dude that sounds phenomenal. It sounds like you're doing what I'm doing. Yeah. You man. Know? Yeah now you gotta get paid for it, bro. That's it. Well, that's, that's where you come in at. I you know I like I like to learn from people. I, you know I, I don't if there's one thing I know is I don't know nothing. <laughs> and with that being the case, you know, I know a lot because at the same time, even though I claim I don't know nothing, I have a lot of experiences and, and stuff like that. So I can always help other people, but it's always a right. type of environment here. I want to, even though I might be teaching you something, not you per se, but uh, even though I'm teaching yeah. somebody something, their experience <laughs> is teaching me something. So it's a mutual thing here, you know. Dude, it's good to be the dumbest guy in the room, man. You know, if you're the smartest guy in the room, then you got to go to another room. You yeah. know, I don't think we've heard that saying, but yeah, I mean, I like to be humble, but I like to be hungry. Yeah, I think, what was it? I don't know if it was a quote or a movie I heard that say. Oh, I'm sure. It was basically said, you know, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you ask to be the smartest person in the world, then you can't be miserable because you'd be around a bunch of dumb people. So the same right. thing, you know, so you got to be careful with the kind of the thing. You got, like you said, be humble, man, and just take it, take, take it from what it is. My uncle, my uncle taught me that experience when I worked with him one time, man, we were, um, he's a, he does uh, building houses and stuff like that. He was doing some Mason work and he had asked me if I wanted to learn it. So I like, yeah, I come out there and work with him. And, um, we was at that point of concrete and one of those big old trucks with the, the, the got the cement inside of it already stopped over there to help the, to come and pull the concrete for us. Cause we had to order some more. So when he got there, you know, he decided to add, you know, his input on how the best way to do it, I guess, you know, and my uncle just sat there and just, you know, listened to him and listened to him. Like, man, my uncle been doing this since I'm born. But like before I was born, I'm 37. So I know <laughs> he you know how to, you know, be a man. I know he knows this, this profession, you know. So I just waited and just watched and just observed. And when he got done, I said, hey, um, you know, I was watching this conversation. I'm, a, I'm thinking to myself, like, man, you know, you're wasting my time. I can be working, you know. But you just sat there and just let him explain to you and just, you know, you didn't say nothing. You just, you know, you didn't even tell him you know how to do it. You just took all of it. you like. He said, well, you know, see, so like, well, Bob, let me tell you, your grandpa told me that, you know, no matter how much you know, you can always learn just a little bit more because that little bit more just make your process just a little bit easier. So never try to, <laughs> <laughs> never try to. It's you amazing. Know, you know. Oh, dude, yeah, exactly. And it's funny. You'll learn that old wisdom, too, you know. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, and, it, and it's true that you can always learn something from somebody, man. You're like, you know something I don't know. I know something you don't know. And then, you know, there's, and then there's certain people that know more than we do. And those are the people, you know, that we reach to, to learn more, yeah, you know, exactly. like I only, you know, I like to reach, I like to reach really high. Then I like to reach a little higher than me. And then I have people that are peers of mine, you know, in, in this space. And it's, it's just good to learn from different, you know, and then it's also to have people, I don't want to say under you, but they're not up to up to the where where you know they strive to be at your level, and they have things that you know you could teach. Everything's cyclical. Yeah, yeah. I you yeah. say cyclical. I I say spiral. People either I like I don't like the people to do circles. I, I don't like circles. I like spirals better than circles. Right. Okay. 
Yeah. Hey, yeah. whatever works, man. Whatever works for you. For me, it's uh, cyclical because I'm big into the infinity sign. And that to me, you know, yeah, life is a constant, you know, breaking down and everything eats, you know? Yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I do not, I'm not taking away from that. I agree. I, I totally get, I get what you're saying. I get where you're coming from with that. But what I guess what I'm trying to add on to that is that a circle is basically like a 12 month calendar. How many times do you have? You know, things happy Thanksgiving, happy Easter kind of gets born after a certain amount of time. You're like, God, man, it's the same. I get tired of routine, so that's why I don't like circles because circles just mean routine, do the same thing over, 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 over. I like spirals because spirals either means I'm either going to be going downwards or upwards, and I can always move. I'm not, I'm not going to see, even though I'm going in spiral, I might loop around and I might see it from a different perspective, just a little bit higher, or I might be coming from a different perspective, be a little bit lower, but I'm always able to see the same little loop. Just a little bit, but not from the same perspective. Mm, okay, that's interesting. So, uh, I haven't looked at it that way. So you know, so <laughs> you're either growing or you're degrading, and and so I look at you know I look at life from that way, and um, you know, like there's a I know you heard the quote saying that um, if you plan, if you fail to plan, then you plan to fail, right? You heard that quote mm. before? Yes. Okay, well, I always take that quote and I always apply humanity to the front of it. And I ask that question to people, like, what is the plan for humanity? We don't have one, so basically we are, we're basically planning to fail. We all just kind of distracted on a bunch of mundane problems that could really be really be solved if we really just got down to the root of the problems, you know, but we, we get distracted by the little small little distractions, you know, the, the emotional little blackmail type stuff uh, and not really focus on the real big problems. And that's, you know, stuff like that is like, you know, I try to get people to focus on that, but not really. But also, like, I guess why play the Monopoly game if you already know all the properties already bought up and and all that? Why go to work for another person? Even if you bring home $20,000 a week, that person might be bringing home $20 million a week. So I always try to work harder for yourself than you do at an actual job, uh, you know, if you're going to go to work for eight hours and be very, very productive at work, don't go home and just be, you know, have entertainment, turn that entertainment into entertainment and learn from what you're taking in so that, you know, you're also enjoying your time, but you're learning so that you can progress, you know, throughout the day or the next day. Sure. Well, that's how, that sounds good. Most people, you know, you got to learn, but also you got to know when to enjoy life too. So there, there's got to have like a ebb and flow, you yeah. know? Yeah. That's yeah, I mean, yeah answers are there for people. People just have to, you know, want the solutions. You know, that's it. I mean, it's, it's like uh, prior to, I work for myself. Um, I presently run two businesses. And before that, I was a salesman for a high-end luxury car company. And I did that for a long time and I made great money. It was very high stressful. I was working like 60, 70 hours a week, but I got sick of it and it got me sick. So I got to a point where I was like, I need to take this money. I looked at my bank account. I'm like, yep, it's pretty healthy. I, I I had to make a lateral transition to what I want in my life. And I realized I wasn't doing that, me personally. And once I made that, it was scary because now I answer to me. I don't answer to anyone else. And now I'm outside of my comfort zone. When I challenged that, it got me scared. It backed me up in a corner. And I know when I get backed up in a corner, you know, I'll fight. And I've always been like that. So it actually helped me. You know, it was scary as hell, but it, like, gave me courage. And when I got the courage, I got the commitment. When I got the commitment, I got the capabilities. When I got the capabilities, I got the confidence. When I got the confidence... I'm still building on that day in and day out by actualizing that. So, yeah, I totally hear where you're coming from, man. You know? Gotcha. So how'd you actually, how'd you actually, your, how'd you actually get on this path at your own? Like, like, did your background always been about helping other people or that's something? Right. It's funny because I've always, I've always realized I've always helped people. I've always had people like uh, look to me for advice or just see something and say, wow, you really know what you're doing. 
you know, and, you know, could, and, and if I always see people in need, I've always reached sure. out to them. Yeah. You know, kind of like a go-giver. And <laughs> there's some people, you know, that, that don't want my help, I won't help them. You know, if they're not open to me, then, you know, I'm not going to waste my time. I only want to help people that want to be helped. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm transitioning to right now because, a lot, you know, like I said, I've, I've kind of always done this, but I've recently just started making online content for other people, you know. And uh, my online, my podcast is The Night to Spark, but that, I just kind of grew into that because I'm always trying to um, just get people to see different things, different insights and different perspectives. So, Because I, I always say life is about perspective, you know. Um, no matter what it is you're going through, you know, just like the bank, the housing crash. Yeah, it was bad for the person <laughs> who lost their house, but the bank was like, woohoo, <laughs> you know, right. money who could buy, them out, buy out their houses was like, woohoo. So at the end of the day, it's all about which side of the table you're on, which perspective you're looking at it from. And if you can change your perspective and, and, and deal with the internal problems, which is why I have my website, Internal Monarch, is about learning how to basically just. Right now, Internal Monarch is just my personal online space, but I have a vision for it later on. But uh, but basically, it's just like Internal Monarch means to rule yourself. You know what I mean? Learn, know that at a certain point in your life, is you are you are responsible for everything that goes on. You know, every decision that you make, you can't even if even if it's any, no matter what decision it is, at the end of the day, especially if you have a religious background or a spiritual insight background type of that believe in something higher than yourself, you can't say, oh, well, because so-and-so told me to do so. But, mm. <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, you know, that's, that's no. You have, that's why you have free will, free choice. You don't learn how to use that will. And you were talking about will earlier, and I was thinking about that. I'm like, yeah, because a lot of people have, you know, three flats, and they have that one will, and they still be moving. That one will is, I got to pay my bills, so I got to get up and go to work. But those other three bills are, you know, what are your, what are your passions? You know, how do you want to help humanity? You know, and what are you going to leave behind for people? Those are other three wheels you got, you know. And some people, just those are just flat. The only one they got is got to pay my bills. And so they get up, they get up because they, they think they have to get up, you know, and not realizing that once you find once you find a way, what do you do with your spare time? Even if it's watching TV, you might become a, you might be a TV critic. You watch that much TV. <laughs> you know, but it's something, whatever you, whatever you spend your most time on, you, you are good at it. And you're good at it. You just got to figure out how you can turn that into some type of income. And that's why I'm at. I'm just trying to come across, you know, not really come across people, but I'm just trying to figure out how to do it without really uh, paying a bunch of cottage paper. I, you know, I want to go to, like, I went to, I looked at the Bob Prosper Institute, but they have more of a business mind. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm trying to do it. From, I want to get into life coaching, but I don't know. I'm Right now, I guess right now I'm in, the, I'm in the process of researching, you know, what's required and what's not required. You know, what's... Dude, I mean, dude, you should get it. Have you ever got a life coach for you? No, I have not. No. That, that should be your next step. Right? Because it's like, uh, yeah, if you're gonna coach people, you have to be coached by by a life coach. Exactly. Yeah, I was I, exactly okay. You know, I would look up some in your area. You know, I mean, I'm from New York City, so they're pretty much everywhere. And just talk to them. Take one out for coffee, and and pick their pick their brain. And again, you're you're in a world where you know college isn't really what you need. You need something like a certification, yeah. and then use the applications of the. Actually, you need something quick, something where you could get like a 20-hour, you know, certification, maybe some kind of NLP program and and use it and take frivolous notes and read about other life coaches. Oh, no, you say NLP, neuro-linguistic. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's one of the things that I learned, NLP. I've learned life coaching. Um, I could give you an author to study. His name's Eben Pagan. You know, it teaches you how to communicate and listen to people. And Eben, E-B, I think it's A-N. Pagan, P-A-G-A-N. A Scottish, I believe. Now, the other book you said was called The Printables? The what? Did you say it was called The Printables? The, other, the first book we talked about? 
Oh, principles, yeah, by Ray oh, Dalio. The principles, not the principles. Okay, the principles. Yeah, he was, he's just a pretty interesting guy. If you could be patient with his book, because it goes into a lot of stocks and bonds, but there's a lot of lessons in that book. It's a, it's a chunk of a book. It's 567 pages, but there is little messages. It's good to read his whole story. Uh, he, he, was, uh, he worked with Tony Robbins for many years, too. Tony Robbins was his life coach. And who what was his, what was his name? No, Ray Dalio. Ray Dalio. Yeah, and he he's a pretty interesting guy. Just a good heart and he's a action taker, man. Uh, excuse me. And the book by Evan Pagan was named what? I forgot the name of the book. I, I'm going to have to. I read it. I think it's called The Skilled Hand or The Skilled Helper. Okay. Skilled Helper, I believe. Skilled something. Skilled Helper, I think. Yeah, I read it. This, I'm going back a couple of years now. Gotcha. But these, these are things that started me and helped me on my path towards, you know what, like uh, asking people, you know, why are you here today? Like, you know, people will come to me. Oh, that's cool what you do. I'm like, yeah, it is. It's it's a great thing. I love helping people, you know. And you know, and usually I, I'm a referral based person, so I got a lot of referrals from people, and I would give them like different, you know, options on what they were looking for, you know. So do you? So when you are when you are a life coach, is that the same? It is the same as a consultant, right? It's not the same as a consultant. Um, a consultant, I believe, is well. I guess in a way, yeah, you're you're consulting, but you're 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 trying to find. You're not telling people what to do per se, which a consultant is pretty much someone I believe who, like, I was a sales consultant, so I'm finding. You know, I'm helping someone find. You know, a luxury car and why it's a good fit for them, and I and I'm pushing, but I'm trying to help people guide themselves into the direction they need to need to go. I never really make people's decisions for them. I ask them, what do you think the best decision for that being, you know, with the intention, you know, that you, you know, want to do this or you want to make this amount of uh, a day or, you know, you want to put, you want to open up a third business. What's preventing you from that? You know, and having people find, you know, the obstacles and saying, okay, so how are you going to get around that? You know, and then getting them to do that and commit to that and saying, okay, what can you do every day to make that happen? You know? So instead of providing the answers, you just ask, the, even though you might know the answers, you just ask the questions that need that you would ask yourself to get over the situation. And then have them find the solution, even though you already know the solution, you won't even give it to them, you just make them come up with their own solution. Yeah, because here's the thing. I mean, my opinion is my my opinion, which is is my way of seeing something, may not be their way of seeing something. This is my life.